The Giants will look to stop the bleeding at MetLife against A-Rodge and the Packers. We preview the game and discuss the feel in the locker room with the savvy vet, Steve Serby. We are also joined in studio by fellow comedian and rabid Giants fan, see there's still one left, Vic DiBattetto. All that and more next on Blue Rush with the New York Post. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Blue Rush, a New York Giants podcast with the New York Post. I'm your host, Jimmy Fallon. New episodes come Mondays and Thursdays, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us five stars, write a nice review. Steve Serby and Vic DiBattetto join us today. Now let's do the damn thing. Here we go, here we go, a Thanksgiving edition of the Blue Rush podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, all of you Giant fans out there. Like myself, I'm sure with the season we're having, you are extra thankful this year for beer. Uh, I hope you enjoy the day with your friends and family. And if you do see any of those crazy Black Friday shopping videos tomorrow, please send them over to Pat Shermer and the boys so they can learn how to tackle. I think that should be required viewing for the Giants defense at this point is watching people try to get 60-inch flat screens out of Walmart and getting pummeled in the process. Because if we could start tackling, we probably could turn this thing around. Joining me now a man who has tried to turn it around more than once. I've been at a few of these interventions. They never work. But, God, we love him anyway, and he is here joining me on the Blue Rush podcast, Steve Serby in the house. Hey, Steve Serby. Jimmy, happy to join you. Who, who, who writes your material, by the way? No, I'm just riffing. I don't write any of this stuff. It's the, the joy of being me. It just falls out of my face, and as you can tell, it's not always thoroughly vetted, Steve Serby. Was that a dig at my opening? Yes, it was. <laughs> Let me hear the Serby opening. Get to work. <laughs> And happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm happy, Serby. I'm a, I'm a glasses half full guy, uh, usually of whiskey, but I'm, I'm excited to be here this Thanksgiving. Um, I'm excited for those two games. Before we get to our uh, game at home against the Packers, uh, are you excited for, for the Lions? Are you excited to watch the Cowboys? Are you excited for those games? Yeah, I'm, I'm always excited when I get to watch professional football for a change. <laughs> what, what are you doing? What are you doing Thanksgiving, by the way? Get, uh, so this year, I have, no, I have no plans. I'd love to come over. Serby, if you would come to the Fela house, because my wife is hosting like 40 people, like a legit 40 people. Can you, can, can you make it 41? Serbs, if you would come, it would be the funniest thing ever. Like I, I would send a car for you. Uh, and not the 71 Gremlin I sent last time. I would send a proper car, uh, and we would do this. Because what happens in my house, Serbs, is my family, uh, they're one of those big sports families, one of those big food families that can only express their love through food. You know, that's all, we don't know how to communicate, so it's just the meals are like a hazing ritual. When you show up to my mom's house, she's, like, she's behind the bushes pelting your car with meatballs when you pull into the driveway. You feel like you're losing it paintball. So if you well, wanted to show the, What's on the menu for Thursday? Well, we do go turkey, uh, but two types, because my wife grew up on a dairy farm in Ohio, which means, A, she can cook. B, she doesn't know her self-worth, so she married me without realizing what her street value was. But she, uh, she makes a smoked turkey, Serbs, uh, in a smoker for 12 hours, and then she makes a traditional bird uh, in the oven. And then it's all the fun stuff, mac and cheese, sweet potatoes, you know, that green bean casserole thing with the onion rings involved. It's, it's like I said, you got to show up, though, Serbs, ready for pain. pain. All right, what time, what time should I be there? The tip, the, uh, the jump ball is at uh, 2 p.m. If you wanted to roll in earlier to watch the Lions game at 1130, I would be there. I mean this. We're going to get off the air, and I'm going to give you a hard time about this, sir, but you should go. Well, uh, well I, I don't know how to tell that to my wife. Uh, <laughs> oh, she can come. Bring all the Serbies. Come on. All the Serbies. 
All the Serbies here and abroad, bring them all, bring them all. Um, let's talk football for a second. Um, coming off the week we just had, I, I went through this chapter and verse with our hero Paul Schwartz on Monday. Uh, not a lot to be excited about after last week's game, but as you look at the Packers game, um, can we rush for more than one yard with Saquon Barkley? What are your predictions? Uh, yeah, I think he might be able to double that this week. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, Saquon is not himself. We, we know that. But what they should be doing with him is using him more in the passing game. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons they're not is because Danny Dimes uh, likes throwing the ball downfield, mm -hmm. which is the aggressive mentality that Pat Shermer wants. Mm -hmm. Um and Eli Manning used to check the ball down too much. Yes, but uh, they've got a they've got a there's a fine line, and Dan, Danny Dimes hasn't navigated that fine line just yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, Saquon's your best weapon. You got to get the ball in his hands, mm -hmm. even if he's eighty percent of what he is. Yeah, uh, well, of what he was. But um, you know, the offensive line hasn't been fixed. We thought it might be by this point, but it's not. Um, and you've got um, uh, Saquon is has 35 receptions in eight games. A year ago, he had 91 receptions. That's crazy. I mean, and he should have 36 if he would have caught that ball running on third down the other day. That was a 40, 50-yard gain if, you know, he had held on to that ball. Um, you know, listen, he's not himself. I think people, you know, at this point understand that. He's a superior talent uh, playing, you know, basically under inferior conditions in terms of the line. Yeah, but how about, how about, how about some more creative play calling? I agree. Lining him up in the slot, lining him up outside. Mm -hmm. Get the ball in this guy's hands. Thank you. No, I, I do agree with you there. He needs to write his own Keyshawn Johnson, just give me the damn ball book is what he needs to do. Uh, because he, again, you're right to say this. He's the face of the franchise. He's not touching the rock enough. And, and we've lost seven games in a row. I know part of that was his health, uh, but now he's back on the field. Um, hey, look, go ahead. At, least, at least it's not 1976 when the Giants <laughs> lost nine in a row. <laughs> Listen, we could get there. We could easily get there. Um, Getting hey, you'll, you'll get you'll get to eight this Sunday. Sir, can we acknowledge the fact that they haven't won a game since we started the Blue Rush podcast, by the way? Yes. Yeah. There's there's no correlation between the two. I hope. <laughs> me, me and you are like the two guys trying to sell beach getaways outside a movie theater that was just showing Jaws. You know, we're sitting here trying to sell these people on football after seven you know straight losses. <laughs> As a, as a Giants fan, what what are your thoughts on Coach Pat Shermer? Oh, he could go. He can get rid of him. I I who hate. Do you, who do you want? Um, listen, the Jason Garrett thing, I I believe is far fetched, and I haven't seen anything out of Dallas that would lead me to believe, you know, he's a guy that's going to come in and turn around a franchise. Um, my no, immediate but, but maybe my, maybe he'll bring Jerry Jones in as his GM. You know who I want, and that that'd be funny. <laughs> Hey, we'd get a bigger score. We'd get a bigger TV in the stadium if he did that. That's for sure. Yeah, good point. Who do you want? Uh, I'll tell you who I want, and you can't laugh at me for this. And I know it's in the back of his head somewhere, and it only you it's, want McAdoo back. I don't. <laughs> no, McAdoo is good. I think he's doing a great job at Uber, and I think he should stay there. Um, I want Bill Belichick, and as before you tell me I'm crazy, before you tell me I'm insane. You got, I, I've been interviewing all of these giant legends for the last seven weeks, you know, and everybody keeps talking about, you know, the Parcells era and the Belichick era and all the things they did. Phil McConkey was a great example of that the other day. Somewhere in the back of Bill Belichick's mind, somewhere, Steve Serba, you have to admit, he, the Giants are like his white whale. He loves the Giants. He always wanted to coach the Giants. Tom Brady's not going to play forever, and I believe he'd like to prove that he could win one without Brady. Is there a world, Steve Serby, where Bill Belichick comes to this team? 
Well, well, you're right about the fact that Bill Belichick loves the Giants organization. Boom. Uh, however, uh, Robert Kraft will <laughs> lock the doors and refuse to let him out of the building. So I would, uh, I, I, no, Bill Belichick will. Uh, don't forget, Bill Bel. He'd he'd want total control. Yes. And that's not the way the Giants operate anyway. But Ooh, how about a guy? Bill, I got a guy. Go I got ahead. a name for you. Mm. Ron Rivera. Ooh. Okay. He's made the okay. rounds. David Tepper, the the Panthers owner, has grown impatient. The Panthers are are struggling right now. He he hinted at changes a year ago. He may Rivera's got one year left on his contract. It it doesn't look like Tepper's going to extend him. And Rivera's a two time NFL Coach of the Year. And and by the way, Dave Gettleman uh, worked with Rivera and kept him on as head coach when Gettleman was hired as GM. True story. I don't know if there's a, you know, that relationship doesn't seem complicated, uh, but there are a lot of people left behind in Carolina who aren't crazy about Gettleman. Um, Here's my take on that, and I do like Ron Rivera. Um, You know, a two-time coach of the year who seems to be underachieving a little bit in Carolina right now, but I think he's the kind of guy they need. So if it's not a, if it's not obviously a Bill Belichick, which is really pie in the sky stupid, but a guy can dream, and it's not Ron Rivera, they do need to think in that realm. Like even the realm of like a Bill Cower, a guy who's more of a broadcaster now, but a guy with a real pedigree. They need a they need a CEO, and Ron Rivera fits the bill. And his offensive coordinator is Norv Turner, who is highly, highly respected. Yes, he is. Um, but the one thing I don't want is I don't want an, a guy with no head coaching experience. I don't want a hot coordinator off whoever makes the Super Bowl. I want, as you said, a CEO. Now, done with the coaching picks for a minute. Let's get a gambling pick, and then we can all get on with our Thanksgiving. Giants-Packers this Sunday, what do we got? Well, I'm, uh, I'm picking the Giants to cover the spread. <laughs> but but that just that that just goes along with my philosophy of picking all underdogs every Sunday. Okay. I mean home dogs at home do tend to cover like 60% of the time. So it's not crazy. Um Yeah, but don't get discouraged when you see all the cheese heads in the stands on Sunday. Well, <laughs> yeah, at this point, man, most Giant fans have probably have vacated the building for the Thanksgiving weekend, unless they're like you and me and they're taking the six and a half and they're trying to get out of this thing alive. Uh, I don't know. Why are you jumping in too? I, I mean, I, I am pro. I'm pro Giants at home plus six and a half, but the Packers coming off a real beating right. against San yep. Francisco. Aaron Rodgers is going to be facing a far more lenient pass rush this week, and we might see some silly stuff. I mean, I don't do the fantasy football segment here. That's the great Samantha Praviti. But if I, I might be picking Aaron Rodgers against the secondary and pass rush, Steve Serby. Yeah, and uh, it's safe. Uh, look for Devonte Adams to have a 100 yard plus day against that giant secondary, and um, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. There's there won't be banners flying overhead, I don't think. But Pat <laughs> Shermer, it's not. He's going to want to wear some earmuffs on Sunday. <laughs> well, there's going to be a banner over my house on Thanksgiving saying, "Where's Serby?" So you and the missus better get in that lift and get moving, Steve. I'll see you. I'll see you at the dinner table uh, Thursday. Very good. Hey, thanks for the invite. I'll be there. (laughs) Rock and roll. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. You too. Well, we've been promising you all year that we were going to start hearing from some of our celebrity fans. Uh, Unfortunately, after seven straight losses, most of them are either in rehab or on the ledge of a building. Uh, But joining us now, one man who has managed to survive a seven-game losing streak and a drive into the city. He is a superstar comedian, one of my favorite guys in the business. Vic DiBetetto joins us now. Hello, Vic DiBetetto. 
Thank you, Jimmy, for having me. Oh, this is a big deal for me. How was the ride into the city? Because I know you to be a little bit of an emotional driver. Well, I smartened up finally. I got a car. Oh. I got a guy. You got a guy now. Right now, he's on the 10th Avenue waiting for my phone call to take me back to Jersey. Should I sing the theme song from the Jeffersons? I always forget. I, oh, you know, uh, moving on up. Yes, of course, yeah. you're moving on up. Because, you know, obviously, <laughs> the, what, what everybody uh, who's around you, and this is a compliment to you, Vic D. Botetto, is you still seem like Vic DiBattetto. Even though you went on and you became a star and you got all these things going on now, you, you are still Vic, very much Vic DiBattetto. Yeah, so I I'm, applaud that. I'm just a regular guy. You yeah. know, I'm 58 years old and I'm getting the breaks late in my career. And I think that's what's contributing to it. It's, it's keeping me humble. You're, you're like this, I'm grounded. I got a beautiful wife. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm happy, you're, you know? You're the comedy equivalent of like those ball players in the 90s who started all of a sudden hitting like 45 home runs in their 40s. Like yep. those late, you took comedy. Comedy steroids, Vic DiBattetto. Yes. Have you been hanging out with Rafael Palmero again? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Speaking of old school, I'm old school. Yeah. That's why I don't get all these uh, analytics for baseball and uh, and the Giants. Like you asked me two minutes uh, ago, yeah. the, the ride here was a piece of cake uh-huh. compared to being a Giants fan. <laughs> That, that, that you're really finding out what you're made of this year, you know? I mean, we started off 0-2, which we're used to. I don't get it. But we got two back and felt good. Um, you, as a passionate Giant fan, I was mad when they sat down Eli Manning, even though I know he's not the future of this team. Did that sit okay with you? I was mad until I saw Daniel Jones play the first game. He okay. didn't have cement legs. Mm-hmm. He runs out of the pocket. I mean... The thing with the Giants is now I'm hearing from a lot of fans, oh, I hope we suck the rest of the year so we get the draft. What did the draft do with, with Barkley? <laughs> What's going on with him? Well, he's, he's got – it, it, it was it, – They're finding every way to lose. Um, we should be – Listen. We should be in, in the thick of things. We should be in – it's insane. We, they managed to find how to lose. It, it's frustrating. <laughs> it really is. Well, here's the thing, Vic. If you, if you take it from my perspective, where I'm – not rooting as much for the team as I am the point spread. They're actually a good team this year. They covered last yes. week. As, lo- as long as my rent gets paid, they can lose well, every game this season. The as far Jets as I'm concerned. are better than the Giants. Yes, yeah, embarrassing. I, mean, I wasn't going to say it out loud. These are, these are conversations, folks, you need to get out of the way before you get to Thanksgiving. Get all your politics and Giants football yes. out of the way now so you can have an enjoyable Thanksgiving dinner. Or at least dinner. wait till dessert. That's where you ate the whole meal. That's my ring. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's fine. Someone's How, robbing my house that, right now. That's actually the Giants. They want you to start, kick, they want you to start kicking for the team. We need a kicker all of a sudden. This guy, I roses, went from best to worst. Yeah. He should roll up his pants and kick for the Rockettes. <laughs> What's going on with this guy? He was he went from I don't get it. It's Pro like they're bipolar. This. Yeah, there's there's something weird going on. How long? Um, you say you're 58 years old. Yeah. you go back with the Giants a long way. Like, do you you? I pre-date? remember Fran Talkington. Wow. Um, LT was my favorite, mm-hmm. of course. But I'm I'm more of a, of a baseball fan. I, okay. I I like football. Believe it or not, I I'm a, I'm a more of a baseball guy. Okay. No, I get it, man. Um, I I grew up in both, and like what a lot of people don't know about sports is like sports is like religion. Like your parents pick, pick it for you. You know, congratulations, you're Catholic. Congratulations, you're a Yankee fan. Yes. That's just how it if works. If you talk sports on the social media, it's worse than talking politics, religion, or sauce and gravy. <laughs> sauce it and turns gravy into an argument. I I always forget about that. There's that sauce and gravy crowd yes. on, on online. That'll take you down. I say, call it whatever you want. As long as you like it, call it whatever you want. My family, we call it sauce. Now watch all the comments I'll get when I. You can't win. You could go on Facebook and put, I'm going to adopt a kitten. What's wrong with dogs? You don't like dogs? Dogs are better. I'm right. You're wrong. Block me. Unfriend me. 
It's insane. That's why I say what most Giant fans are thinking. I don't sugarcoat it. Mm -hmm. When I do the injury report, I make up these insane injuries. Mm -hmm. I make up names that don't even exist. <laughs> People appreciate it because yeah. we've become so politically correct. I want to see Pat Sherman have a fit in a news conference just, just once. Old school fit. Curse a few people yeah, out. Say some know, things. That might be a way to keep his job, too. If my he, God. He needs to go WWE and get raw out there. Wow. I, I, think, I miss Parcells. I really do. Wow, it's funny. He was the ultimate gangster. Yep. Um, we talked about him on the show the other day in that, like, no coach has a greater coaching tree underneath him in terms of guys that coach for him that went on to be successful. You know, talk about, like, the Tom Coughlin's, certainly Bill Belichick's of the world. Um, Parcells was from an era, though, um, where I don't think you could coach that way anymore because I think these kids are a little, you know, they're pro athletes. That's they're, what I'm saying. They'll beat me this up, is but the they're new soft. World. This is the new world we live in. Yeah. I mean, look at – I love Boone, but I, I, give me Billy Martin. They got oh, Billy yeah. Martin. Well, you're you know? old school. You like breaking up bar fights. Uh, I get it. I like Billy Martin, too. I come from a different time. <laughs> Analytics ruined baseball, if you ask me. I just, yeah, you don't like it. You don't like the shift. No. And I the, would, no. If the, 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 the team stats. is on that side, bunt against it. Get a hit. <laughs> bunt. Remember bunting? No. They, I don't, uh, no, please, but, don't but, get me. It's too early in the morning. My blood pressure is yeah, just I, nice. I told you you looked relaxed today. I'm like, look, you had a nice, easy ride in, and then I brought up baseball. God, bunting. What happened to hit and run and bunting and and. The, the, the pitch count. If the guy's doing good, he's staying in there till his arm comes off. <laughs> this is a fired Little League coach, Vic DiBetetto, joining uh. us in studio. <laughs> um, I'm with you, though, and I think your frustrations uh, are emblematic of those of many fans who consume sports nowadays and that everything's a little too micromanaged. There's a commercial right now where they're showing you these amazing NFL plays where they're like, this catch had a 13% probability rating. I'm like, who cares? Throw the ball. Like with the exit velocity. The yeah, yeah, who cares? Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what angle it was at. I don't care exit what speed. velocity, if I had the wrong stuff to eat and I go to the bathroom, that's exit velocity. <laughs> uh, I will, it's like, it reminds me of, remember in Major League, they were arguing, they're like, oh, it was too high. It was too yes. high. And the other guy goes, who gives an ass? <laughs> right. It's gone. Exactly. That's the point, Vic DiBetetto. <laughs> We need to rewind a little bit is what we're saying here. And thank you for saying my last name right. Nobody oh, gets it. Ah, come on. My, I'm Jimmy Fela, I get my name mispronounced at family reunions. I'm like, we're related. How do we not know that? I mean, it's nobody. Nobody's sticking <laughs> Italians get Italians are the worst when it comes yeah, to yeah. Italian names. It's it, amazing. They don't even pay attention. They're asleep at the wheel on that one. I get diabetes, the potato. <laughs> Uh, the potato. You got to be careful. That's not keto. You can get a lot of trouble for deep potato. You can't book that guy. Not good. Um, it's good well, to drink, though. Yeah, that comes in handy. When you uh, when you when you watch the Giants now, okay, like a lot of fans, you know, it's we got to this place in sports where fans all think they're the general manager now, right? And everybody's running the team from their living room. When you watch the Giants, are you doing that, or are you just like, hey, this is my football, it's my escape? How, like, how serious are you watching sports? I, I like you said. I it's my escape. Okay. I like sports. Uh -huh. You know, I I'm not so much into the uh, the schematics, whatever yeah, you yeah, want to call it. The, the, it gets old. The intricacies of the game. Yeah. Baseball is much easier for me to follow. Football. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just I. I you, the last game, I almost shut the TV. It was like, <laughs> man, I, I can't even enjoy. It's it's getting to the point now. Uh -huh. I don't even want to watch them anymore. No, it's I, hard. I, it's it's hard. It's uh, I mean, seven points in the first. I, I, it just can't we just get ahead just once and 
Uh, it's just so frustrating. Showing man. a lot it of really restraint is. right now by not cursing, by the way. Yeah, it's hard. It's, a, it's yeah, really that hard. Was, that took a lot right there. It was, yes. You reminded me of a politician on the news who was a little frustrated and you know, just couldn't say what he wanted. That was impressive. I got a woman comment the other day, oh, why must you curse? It's a locker room. This is how men talk. You don't either get over it or get lost. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't I, sugarcoat. Now you're not supposed to. It's 2019. We need more, you know, we need more people going hard and, and owning it as opposed to tiptoeing Can around. Imagine truth. if George Collins was on Facebook today. No. Why, why do you have to say seven dirty words? I don't understand. It's, it's, how about the Three Stooges? Why is he hitting him with the shovel like that? I'm offended. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's it crazy. I hope it turns around soon, man. It'll, it will. You know, I hope so. We'll get tired. Like, we'll outgrow this. Because the one thing I'm finding is everyone getting mad at each other online, like certainly with sports fans too, is getting mad at people is like a full-time job. And you right. realize after a while, you're like, God, I'm so tired. What am I What am I mad for? Right. And that's what will get us over it. We'll Tens- and needles, yeah, needles and pins. Yeah, stuff. We'll get a three-game winning streak out of the Giants. Everybody will be oh, fine again. Man. You'll see. Uh, I don't even know that we're favored in the father-son game this year. I think we're like a seven-point <sighs> underdog against the kids. But uh, we're going to turn it around, Vic. You'll see. Did you play any sports growing up? <laughs> Just baseball. Oh, come on. Me too. Uh, did yeah. you play in organized Little League? Like yes, Little League. I made it to uh, varsity in South uh, High School, South Shore High School. What, was your, what team were you as a Little League player? We were the Yankees one year. Of all my Little League years oh, in fifth grade. We That's got to amazing. be the Yankees. Take a, a wild guess. We the, the Red Sox. Astros. Oh, the Astros. We were yellow, yellow socks, what yellow was hat. So funny about those uniforms is you could be any Mary team Queen in the of league. Heaven. Yeah, you were any team in the league, but you didn't exactly get the team jersey. You <laughs> right. got a solid color with a name on it. Yeah, <laughs> there was no difference to the exactly. Yankees, the Red Sox, or any of them. You could be the Red Sox and have a blue jersey. That's just the way it went in Levittown Central, where I was from. Um, and you were the Astros. Were yep. the Astros any good then? No. No, the Astros always suck. They yeah. remember we were a kid that had the most ugliest uniform yeah, 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 with yeah, the yeah, rainbow. Yeah. What's going on with the Astros? What do you think about that? Well, them stealing signs? I mean, it's always been done, but now they now they're getting really technical about it with well, cameras. Yeah, and... I was just gonna say the problem with all of these TVs and stats is that you're creating new opportunities to watch the game, right? And that's what they're figuring out in terms of tipping pitches and stuff like that. I don't know. You know, you can't go back and like take away the title. That's no, the problem. No, no, you can't. Um, but they definitely did job the Yankees. Yankees. I'd like a refund on my bet in Game 7, which I don't think I'm getting. Let me uh, tell you, when uh, LeMayu hit that home run, I, yeah. I'm almost sorry that he hit that home I run. I know. I would rather he didn't hit that yes, home run. Yes, to lose the way we did. Oh, my God. That oh. was heart-wrenching. Oh, man. I got to tell you, that was the type of game where having tied it in the ninth inning, momentum 99 times out of 100. If you get through that right, inning, you're right. winning. Uh, Talk about it, an emotional roller coaster. It just didn't happen, you know. But uh, listen, the Giants fans are in enough dire straits emotionally without us getting into the Yankees game seven. Let me br- drag you back over here onto this sand <laughs> okay. field. Okay. Can we please for a second? <laughs> That's so funny. You know, uh, and the Yankee fans are spoiled. That's yeah. our problem. Oh yeah, we've well, we've won too much too soon. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up, I appreciated their success in the '90s because I was a fan in the '80s. Right. So, you know, you watch them suck for 10 years. They got good. You're like, that was amazing. But a lot of people have come a little late to the party. Yep. And you're right. They got to the party after the girls went home, yep. you know, because uh, it hasn't been great since uh, 2009. But uh, as, as we look at the Giants, Vic DiBetetto, as we look forward to the future, <laughs> do you see reason to hope? Are you optimistic? Yes. We have, the, we have look, it's a good team. Mm-hmm. We have the tools. We got the right players. I mean, 
hopefully this is a rebuilding year. Yep. I think next year we're going to be fine. Okay. I, I like Jones. I really do. He's good. He's a good QB. I figured I like out. Him. He can make the throws. Uh, we need him to protect the ball yes. a little bit better. But he's more mobile than Eli, which you have to yes. be because this line isn't blocking. He's got to hold on to yeah. the ball. Maybe <laughs> we should put Velcro on the ball in his hands. And he... it, it, doesn't, it doesn't help that this line couldn't block someone on Twitter. Oh, like They're, they're really not the best. Uh, uh, but they're, but they're going to get there. So I segue uh, in, in, in the most name of... Most of these games we lost, we should we could have, should have won. Oh, we've been in a lot of games. I mean, we toe-to-toe I mean, with New England for a half before that went sideways. Uh, certainly the Jet game was a winnable game uh, yes. for a while there last week. I mean, the home loss against the Lions. I mean, we could go on. The problem is there's too many of these losses to sit here and name them all. We yes, only have 20 exactly. minutes. So let me ask you this. As a yeah. football fan, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. Right. The two traditional games which we all love. Do you stick around, first and foremost, for the college game at night? Or are you like me? Are you done with football after the Cowboys? I'm done with football after me the too, Cowboys. Me too, right? And don't you feel like it was too much? Yeah. I got to go to I gotta, I go to – if I don't have a show, I'm in bed. I'm in bed after Jeopardy if wow. I don't have a show. <laughs> I'm tired. Plus, with all the food and the drinking, do they do they go hard in the DiBetetto house on Thanksgiving? I'm the only one. I'm the only one that follows any sports in my house. Okay, but 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 you're not the only one drinking, is what I'm saying. Oh no, we all drink. All right, you need to make sure because like I, what happened is <laughs> my wife's family's from Ohio. Okay. We spent Thanksgiving in Ohio last year. I was the only guy drinking. Guess who's hosting Thanksgiving this year? You are. Uh, yeah, I need to be surrounded by my people. I need a home game. What, they coming to Levittown? Yeah, yeah, they're coming nice. out to Strong Island. Good. Tell them the- they, they better not come empty-handed. <laughs> no, they got to come gonna- with the, the old-fashioned pastry box with the string around you wanna it. You want to see that string? Yeah. I want to see that string, Not that crappy bean dish from ShopRite. <laughs> and don't let them leave after cake and coffee. Then they leave you at your table like a stampede hit it. Yeah, now the, <laughs> the Ohio people are good people. They pitch in. Please, I, they all come to my house now. Oh. Oh, Vic's a big shot now. We're going to eat his food. We'll drink his booze. <laughs> you notice they got a little more crowded now yeah. since things took off. <laughs> That's what you get for taking comedy steroids, you know, in your late 40s. That's what you get, Vic, Diboteto. Um, do you do you care about the Cowboys one way or the other? Like, do you watch these games uh, for any other reason uh, than you just, look, they're just, they're on? What's his name? Uh, I forgot his Jack name. Jack Shepard, Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott, Jerry Jones, no, Jason Garrett, our future commenter. coach. He said the, com- the Cowboys, Rex Ryan. Yeah. I heard him this morning. Was it yesterday? It doesn't matter. He said the Cowboys are the most, uh, the biggest sports franchise. No, they're not. No, they're the not. Yankees are. There's nothing comparable. Come to on. The Yankees. Yeah. I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. I respect them. Yeah. I hate the Red Sox, but uh-huh. I respect them. Uh huh. That's one of my favorites. I once saw Chris Rock wear a Red Sox hat on stage, and uh, someone goes, "Red Sox suck," and he goes, "They're better than you." <laughs> Which is pretty funny, right? <laughs> That's it is why, true. Why do why does people why do the people hate the Yankees and the Patriots? And because we're successful, yes. people hate success. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Oh, I can't it's stand jealousy. you. I can't stand you. I don't know how I got through this interview. I'm like, no eye contact, please. No, it's great stuff. But Come I get to it. my house for Thanksgiving. I don't know if I could. I could hang. I know you guys are eating for the cycle over there. Well, I'm in Jersey from Levittown. Forget it. You better leave now. <laughs> I might not make it on time. Ah, oh, funny stuff, Vic D. I'm in Governors. As a matter of fact, this. Uh, the December 7th. Oh, get out of town. Levittown. That's two, a great weekend. Two You're shows. Governors, uh, yeah. you go to the Tri-County Flea Market, catch up on your uh, Christmas shopping. I used to back. go to Uncle Sam's in the 70s. Wow, back Man. in the day. Did, oh, yeah. Did you go to Spit when it was Spit on, like, Sunday night? Yes. I, I know also, that club. What's the other one in Long Island, the famous one? Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. The Dublin Pub, the Oak Beach Inn. I know if uh, I hear it. Patty McGee's. No, it was uh, a disco uh, in the 70s. Oh, hold on. Malibu? 
No. I should know this. I mean, even though I was a, I was like an infant in the 70s, I still oh, knew my Elif- disco. Oh, that's Queens. Yeah. Elephus. Yeah, Elephus. Come on, real deal. One uh, night I go to the bathroom. I had the fan. Remember the fanny pack? Come on. I unzipped the fanny pack and pissed in my pants. <laughs> Another proud moment. <laughs> oh, maybe, oh, yeah. Maybe a metaphor for this entire giant season. <laughs> Well, you know, listen, you did better in the club than Plaxico Burris did when he shot himself in the leg. So there you go, Vic DiBattello. What about the other guy that shot his fingers off? Oh, talking about Jason Pierre Paul. He had that oven mitt? Yeah, he did. I liked him. He was a great pass rusher. He's the reason we won Super Bowls. You don't play with fireworks in the offseason if you're an athlete. You're not supposed to. I I would think it's What about the guy in the Yankees? He jumped on the trampoline? Of course. And And he busted Yeah, well, this is the reality of 2019. Uh, Aaron Boone actually is the reason we got A-Rod, because he blew his knee out playing pickup basketball after that walk-off home run against the Red Sox in 03. That's right. Yes, Aaron Boone went wow, out. Wow, you're like, good, you. I'm trying over wow. here. Wow. Yeah, Jabba Chamberlain. Jabba Chamberlain, that's the, it. The, how's that? The Jabba rules. He wasn't allowed to pitch Remember like him? twice a week, but he could jump on a trampoline. Vic DiBattetto, Uh they can follow all of your shows on your website, VicDiBattetto.net. Uh, you can get an autographed fanny pack if you go out to the club. <laughs> They'll take good care of you. Uh, seriously appreciate you coming in, and good luck with Thanksgiving, oh, man. Are you kidding me? The DiBattetto house. That's, My pleasure. I'm going to go to see the tree that's not lit right now. Oh, that's exciting. That's when you go. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's when you go. I, I like what you did there. True story. Uh-huh. One day I'm in traffic. Uh-huh. 1010 Winds had the tree lighting on the radio. Okay. <laughs> Think about that. So the guy says, 10, 9, eight. David, it's all lit up, and I'm standing on a Jersey turnpike. Oh, it sounds pretty. <laughs> that's one of my that's one of my favorites ever when on NFL you'll see the guy giving the weather report in New Orleans. I'm like, you're in a dome. <laughs> we don't need it, Vic D. Potato. Thank you, man. We need more of this. Let's do it again soon. Thank you. There he goes, everybody. Vic Dibatetto.net. Check him out. Follow him. You love him. You know him. You'll see him at Governor's December 7th. I'll be in the back heckling. There you go. My pleasure. Thank you, buddy. Wow. Let's take you into the world of Sam's fantasy this week with our New York Post fantasy football writer, Samantha Praviti. Thanks, Jimmy. Here's hope you're rolling into your fantasy playoffs with the top seed. Let's run through half of the Sunday Week 13 slate and let you know who to start and who to sit. The Packers come to town to take on the G-Men. Start Jamal Williams. The Packers running back had a second straight game with at least 11 rushes and had eight targets last week. Sit Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes put up a career-worst 150 yards on Sunday against the Bears, and he's on a seven-game losing streak. Can famous Jameis keep the fantasy production rolling in Jacksonville? Start Jameis Winston. He's racked up at least 300 passing yards in eight of his last nine games. It's not always pretty, but he's been a fantasy must-start. Sit Peyton Barber. The Bucks RB had 2.9 yards per carry in last week's cupcake matchup against the Falcons. The volume is there. The production is not. Cardinals will try to stop a four-game skid against the Rams. Start Kyler Murray. He even put up big numbers against the Niners before the bye and gets a Rams D that was just curb-stomped by Lamar Jackson and the Ravens for 45 points. Sit Brandon Cooks. The Rams receiver only had two catches on four targets for 32 yards in his return from the concussion protocol. Ew. The winner of Raiders Chiefs will be first in the AFC West. Start Tyrell Williams. Hunter Renfro punctured a lung last week, so no matter how badly Derek Carr plays, someone has to catch passes, right? Sit Damian Williams. He's sharing this backfield with LaShawn McCoy, and it's anyone's guess who's going to put up more points. Two teams at the bottom of that division, the Chargers and Broncos. Start Austin Eckler. He's carved out a role for himself as a pass catcher, even with Melvin Gordon back. 
Set, Royce Freeman. His workload has been dwindling with Philip Lindsay taking over this backfield and only had two attempts last week against Buffalo. And finally, can the Texans hand the Pats their second loss? Start Will Fuller. He exploded in his return with seven catches for 140 yards. With DeAndre Hopkins probably getting the Stephon Gilmore treatment, Fuller should see more targets. Sit Tom Brady. Another anemic performance from the 42-year-old QB on Sunday. He's been outside the starting conversation for weeks. And that's it for Sam's Fantasy. You can read my Star Sit articles as well as the rest of fantasy football coverage at nypost.com. Good luck in week 13. I now bring on my producer, Jake Brown, to dive into the NFL Week 13 betting lines with Brown's Best Bets. What it do, Jimmy? Let me give you my three best bets this week against the spread. Let's start off with these football giants. Big Blue, they haven't been able to beat anyone. I can't see them winning this game against the Packers, and I don't see them losing by less than a touchdown. Green Bay is coming to MetLife pissed off after being spanked in San Francisco. Aaron Rodgers angry is a scary thought. The Packers will cover the six-and-a-half-point spread and send the Giants to eight straight losses. Number two, the Browns will cover minus one-and-a-half in Pittsburgh. Devlin Hodges is the Steelers' quarterback now, the third stringer, and is a complete unknown. The Browns are putting a bit of a run together, and when they do beat the Steelers on Sunday in this AFC North battle, they'll be tied at six-and-six with them for second place and right in the thick of the second wildcard spot. Hammer the Browns by at least a field goal. And finally, it's Kirk Cousins in a primetime game Monday night, which means what? You don't like that. Lock in the Seahawks minus two and a half at home against the Vikings. It's actually kind of disrespectful that they're only giving the Seahawks two and a half points against the Vikings in their own building. You get three points for being at home. So essentially, they're favoring the Vikings. That's wrong. Give me the Seahawks by at least a field goal. All right, all right, all right. It's not a week in football without a parlay. Here's my three-team $25 parlay to win you around $150. And if Grandma gave you a few extra bucks for Thanksgiving, make it $50 to win $300. Part one of your parlay, take the over 41 in Jets Bengals. Believe it or not, the Jets have scored 34 points each of their last three games. If they do anything close to that, you're already about three-quarters of the way there. And I know the Bengals aren't scoring much. I know they haven't won a game. But Andy Dalton's back at quarterback. And while the Red Rocket isn't anything to write home about, he's better than Ryan Finley. He'll put up 10 to 20 points for the Bengals. I just don't see a situation where the Jets and Bengals don't combine for 42 points. And if you want to buy the half point and hammer over 40 and a half, I'll understand. Part deux of Z Parlay. You can call me Jake over Brown. Or just call me over the hill. But give me over 43 and a half in Titans Colts. Listen, the Titans just dropped 42 by themselves against the Jaguars. And they just scored 30 the week before. Ryan Tannehill and big boy Derrick Henry have been scoring at will. I see no chance that this divisional game does not reach 44 combined points. Hammer it down like your middle name is Thor. And the grand finale of your three-team parlay Take the Chargers minus two and a half. Listen, out of all the lines this week, I felt this was the most comfortable to bet on. The rest of the lines are very, very difficult this week. And I know it sounds crazy, but the Chargers always find a way to make things interesting when their backs are against the wall as they are now. And the Broncos' offense was a disaster last week, scoring just three points. The Chargers have been losing one possession games like it's their job. 
but they'll win a one-possession game when they take down Brandon Allen. I'm taking the Broncos here by at least a field goal. And that's a wrap, fellow gamblers. Gobble down those turkey legs and use your winnings for Cyber Monday. You can buy things that you really don't need, but you'll buy them anyway just because they're 80% off. Good luck in week 13, degenerates, and have a happy Thanksgiving. That's it for this episode of Blue Rush. Thanks to Jake Brown for producing another stellar podcast. Listen to all episodes of Blue Rush by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. You can find more Giants news by signing up for our daily New York Post sports newsletter and by visiting NewYorkPost.com. We'll be back Monday recapping Giants-Packers. See you then. Happy Thanksgiving.